0: Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions.
1: Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Arjun from Brentwood, Tennessee, and today we will be talking about The Lion Kid. Yesterday, the cat in the hat knows a lot about camping. The Day Henry Met Season 2, and of course we have a segment on The Lion Kid, but right now we got an interview with the wonderful K.J. Schrock. So how are you, K.J.? I'm doing well, Arjun. How are you this evening? Oh, pretty good. So I guess to start us off, what was your overall experience like, you know, just being there on set, you know, voice acting?
2: Well, my uh, recording is done remotely and I read the script, go through the uh, plot and talk to the director or producer to try and get an idea, a feel for the film and the characters and then record the lines and submit them to the producer who forwards them on to the
1: animators. Wow, that's really cool. And um, so it it basically, it wasn't like any mocap. It was just more like you're remotely voice acting and they kind of sort of animated it to the lines you're speaking. Correct. That's absolutely right. That's really cool. You know, I think it's really cool to see like a more old school approach to animation because a lot of times it's mocap and all that sort of stuff. But it is also, it is, all of it is computer generated, right? All of the
2: uh, animation? Yeah. Yes, the animation is um, not exactly what you'd call CGI, but it is computer animation, correct?
1: So, um, What was your experiences like with the other cast members there? Um,
2: Very minimal, actually. When we uh, were working together, it's basically to try and um, hear the tone and intonation of the other voices in the project. And then make sure that we're playing off of one another's uh, emotion or lack thereof. Make sure that we're adjusting to... um, the other's level of enthusiasm or, again, lack thereof, things of that nature. So my, our interaction is, generally speaking, done preliminarily before the recording is actually done. And sometimes um, I don't
1: interact with the other voice actors at all. Wow, that's interesting. I actually did not know that about um a lot of cartoon movies out there. Uh, so you play Kid Main. He's the main character. Could you tell us a little bit more about him and his like what he has um, to offer in the plot, I guess.
2: Well, Kid Maine is a wanderer, not sure where he's going in life. Um, He's looking for direction. He's looking for his place in the world, if you will. And he stumbles upon this little sleepy town that has been um, subject to a, well, let's not say evil at this point, but subject to somebody who's kind of an overlord that wants to run things his way. And very innocently, Kid Main comes in looking for work, looking for a place to call home. Maybe this is the place that he's going to find <clears throat> to um, settle in the world. And because of finding out that there has not been a sheriff in the, war, uh, in the town for some time, he finds a young man who instantly connects with him who instantly believes in him and encourages him to go to the town council and apply to be the town sheriff.
1: Interesting. So there's definitely a lot of Western influence here. What what would you say most inspired, like the plot of the movie, you know, the plot beats and all that sort of stuff?
2: Well, as far as a Western goes, it would be um, maybe like an old timey Western where you've got a easily identifiable a uh, guy in the black hat, an easily identifiable guy in the white hat, and eventually there's going to be some kind of a confrontation between the two. So it's it sets up on a um, fun little story that's, again, purely for kids so that it's, uh, it's not too harsh, but you're able to distinguish, okay, this guy's going to be the good guy, this guy's going to be the bad guy, let's see what happens.
1: Hmm. So, like, I also noticed, like, when I was watching the trailer of the movie, there's a lot of, like, steampunkish things, like, you know, machinery and all of that. Would you say that was, like, um, you kind of tried to, there were, like, more modern additions to the story? Or, um, where am I going from here? But, like, I noticed a lot of steampunk.
2: Sure. Well, um, remember, when you're dealing with animation, you're in the theater of the absurd. So, not everything is going to make sense all the time. But, uh, you know, for instance, in in another project, I was a um, <clears throat> popcorn-eating space alien. You know, go figure. But in this particular project, why some of the uh, technology, if you will, is is believable, but it may not make sense to the logical mind. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, yeah. You're, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions today. We were talking about the Lion Kid yesterday. The Cat in the Hat knows a lot about camping and the day um Henry met season two and right now, I am talking with the wonderful k J Schrock who plays Kid Main in the Lion Kid, and let's get let's continue um so how long did it take to like overall like the voice acting part of the movie? Would you say that there's a, like a large gap between that and the animation as far as the complete timeline? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I voiced the uh, characters that I was in this film uh, mid to late last year. So let's say it was probably September or October of last year. And this project will be released Tuesday, July 16th. So that gives you a small idea of how long it takes everybody to contribute their part uh, in pre-production, then post-production, and then toward release.
1: Oh, wow, that's amazing. You know, that's what I always liked about animation versus, like, live action. You know, I just – it takes right. a long time to, like, make – to produce animation movies out there versus, like, live action where they they would honestly start filming, like, a year before and it would come, like, right after. You know, that's really cool. Right. Uh, so would you, would, would you say there's, like, a main, like, bad guy you'd kind of – like, a main antagonist of the movie you were kind of, like, always at root with?
2: Oh, absolutely. That was Mr. Tucker. And um, conveniently, he's played by a donkey. (laughs) So, you know, he may be a little bit of a Jack, you know what? And um, yeah, it's, it's, as I said, it's pretty easily identifiable. And that's kind of what makes it fun. Let's just see what happens here between these two
1: yahoos. Uh, You mentioned animals, too. Would you say that, like, a lot of the animals' qualities are kind of brought into play with the movie? Like, you know, say, for example, you're a lion, you might roar. Or, like, a donkey, I mean, they'll be really slow and clumsy.
2: You know, it it didn't really play out that way in this one. There's uh, animals that are the main characters, but not always did their normal, typical animal characteristics come through in the character itself within this project. Now there are a couple, <clears throat> excuse me, like a, uh, a, big dinosaur fellow. He was kind of slow and grumpy, you know, and different things of that nature. But in the two main characters, especially they, they pretty much portrayed the goodbye, good guy rather and the bad guy. And not necessarily, um, you know, he didn't bray or hee-haw or anything of that nature. Mm, and the lion didn't roar. The lion the lion was a uh,
1: – he's a new sheriff in town. That's interesting. So what was like um, – what's the reason why, like, the lion is the main character? Because I find that interesting because, you know, when I'm thinking of a Western – you know, for example, there's a movie that came out long ago called, like, Rango, and, like, there's, like a, there's a chameleon. He's the main character. So what was kind of the main reason why you all used to ro- – a lion –
2: that's actually a question for the writers and the director I'm not sure as as the as the voice actor um, who portrayed Kid Maine. I would simply say just being part of the project though that um, knowing again a little bit about the character that they brought him um, from a concept of he was roaming the range you know a, a male lion who doesn't have his own pride is kind of a, a loner in the wild in the real world you know so he's looking for as I mentioned earlier a place to call home a place where he can fit in the world and so I think maybe that was part of the motivation of making Kid Maine a lion. Hmm, interesting
1: but would you say there were a lot of other Like there are other genre influences, like, you know, of course there's a big Western because he becomes the new sheriff in town, but maybe like, maybe there's some influences of the Lion King, for example, maybe? No, nothing like that. I
2: would say if there is alternate outside influences, it would be um, kind of a morality play, a, a story where, you know, there's some redeeming qualities received at the end, family friendly production, things of
1: that nature. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. So what's the main message that you want people to take from your character?
2: Well, I think that they need to see the project and decide that for okay. themselves. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we got to keep it spoiler free, that's for sure. There you go. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Don't want to know, you know. Uh, would you say your character's involved in a lot of action scenes like
2: Well, there's a few um There's a lot of uh, verbal banter and confrontation between the one segment and the other segment. And so they're going to have some uh, fact versus fiction, truth versus lying, what's going on here, misunderstandings, things of that nature. Um, Again, because we're looking to keep it family friendly. And it did receive a family friendly rating from Dove, the Dove organization. But it's... It's... um, it's something where there is confrontation besides verbal, but it's nothing like, uh, you know, a knockdown drag-out fight or anything okay. of that nature. No, I find Chase, that maybe a getaway, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. No, I find that interesting about, like, a lot of kids' movies. Like, there's a lot of, like, you know, fighting and action, but it's not, you know, straight-up knockdown or anything of that sort. We got to keep it kid-friendly. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, overall, do you have, like, more, like, Works plan, but I guess maybe The Lion Kid or anything of that sort? Like maybe a sequel? I don't know about a sequel to this one. Uh,
2: we have had a couple of projects that were released last year and then early this year that was a first version and, and a part two. Um, and lately we've been working on projects that will be released around the holidays. Hmm. So as I had mentioned earlier, you know, it takes several months to go from uh the writing of the script the review of the script the voice acting then to animation and then post-production and so on and so forth so looking at projects that may be released uh halloween thanksgiving christmas those are things that the uh this studio we've been working together on
1: during the early parts of this year so kj when does the lion kid release on dvd
2: Not sure that it's going to be direct-to-DVD, but you can check it out on iTunes. It'll be available on Amazon Prime, Uh, Vudu, In-Demand, Dish, and DirecTV. Look for it then possibly some months later in places like Walmart, Target, maybe Family Video, or uh, some other retail outlets not sure about the final distribution yet but again itunes amazon voodoo in demand dish and direct tv you'll be able to check out the lion
1: kid uh, as early as next tuesday the 16th of july all right well you've been hearing from the wonderful and talented kj schrock and be sure to check out the lion kid it sounds like a great family friendly watch and especially if they're interested in westerns let's take a break I'm Arjun from Brentwood, Tennessee, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The Day Henry Met, Season 2.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers
3: where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance the voice america empowerment channel will do just that hear about personal growth building a better business inspirational life stories and personal branding you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to
4: Kid's First Coming Attractions. We've been talking with KJ Shock about the Lion Kid, and next we'll be talking with Arjun about Yesterday. Welcome back, Arjun.
1: Oh, I'm happy to be here.
4: Of course. So can you tell me um, a little bit about what Yesterday's about?
1: Oh, uh, so it's, it's kind of in it's an interesting plot. So, like, it's about this one guy. He's, like, a struggling musician. His name is Jack Malik, and, um... One day he just gets into an accident because like the world kind of just has like a shutdown almost, like lights go off, everything goes off, I think a bus hits him, and he wakes up, Two, two of his front teeth are missing, but he sings the Beatles and no one knows what the Beatles are. And he kind of just makes a fame and fortune off of singing Beatles songs because no one can remember the Beatles.
4: Wow, oh, I have heard so much about this movie and like every time I hear that plot it just gets me because it's so different. And so um Arjun how did watching this movie make you feel and like what did you think about it overall?
1: Uh, I I really like this movie. I do think the ending was a little rocky but um I just I love the Beatles. I love all their songs. I mean like it's just they're just they're just classic. They're out there and I and I love that um the guy who plays him, Jack Malik Himesh Patel. He actually sang all the songs. It's it's like what uh, um, Taron Edgerton did with um, Rocket Man, where he was playing Elton John. And I just I really like that when actors step out there and they're actually singing the music. It's it's different, you know. It's it's not like you're hearing the same thing again. And it sounds pretty close. I mean, I really liked the movie overall, and I like that it was a different type of story. It wasn't just like, you know, one of those docudramas which I've seen a lot of recently since Bohemian Rhapsody, and it took a different concept.
4: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's so true. There's been a lot since Bohemian Rhapsody, and this sort of, like, twist that whole um, telling the story of a band around in a really different way. And so can you tell me a little bit more about the music? And was it like very different than the original songs? Did they add their own twist? And if so, did you like that?
1: Um, They didn't really, I mean, the twist they might've added is that, um, you know, Jack Malik he obviously doesn't have the instrumental power that um, the Beatles had. He just kind of has his one guitar and his singing capabilities, like his voice, his range. And so a lot of the songs they do sound a little like toned down but at the same time it's his you know guitar work and his voice that really carries over that and I like that you know it 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 didn't sound as great as the beatles but it didn't need to because it was just a one man show basically
4: Wow oh, that's cool and um did the actor also play the guitar by himself as well
1: I assume so I mean yeah he definitely did because I mean there's there's no way they would have faked that but uh yeah, I think he played the guitar and sang too, which is just amazing.
4: Yeah, that's really talented. So, um, can you tell me a little bit more about the acting and what you thought of it?
1: Uh, the actors were really good. Of course, Himesh Patel, I think this is his first role in a movie because it said introducing Himesh Patel in the beginning, which is just awesome. I mean, like that's one of the best like debut performances I've ever seen. And then we, of course, have Lily James. She's a... She's in a lot of other movies, but she plays Ellie and she's kind of like his love interest, you know, and Flame and that sort of a thing. And I think it's a good love story, but the story, the writing doesn't really help it that much. It kind of ends pretty anticlimatically, if you ask me. But uh, we have other people like Joel Fry. He plays Rocky. He's kind of just like a, he's a nimwit. He's a nimrod. He's He's kind of out there and he's doing stupid things, but he's also like kind of a performing artist who... buddies up alongside Jack, and uh, there's another one, Kate McKinnon is in the movie, and she's kind of like a musical producer, she's a, it's a, I felt like her character is a little cartoonish, but I, I mean, at the same time, I feel like she acts it out really well.
4: Okay, wonderful, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions, today we're talking about the lion kid, yesterday, the cat in the hat knows a lot about camping and the day henry met season two and right now i'm going to continue talking with arjun about yesterday so you were just telling me about the acting and all these wonderful characters that are in yesterday and so did you have a favorite character
1: i mean honestly it'd have to be jack i mean because he's he's the main one it, you know it's mainly focused on his central struggle as you know he's kind of just copying what the Beatles did and you know he has this internal struggle he wants to win the girl but he also kind of wants the truth to be out there because he feels like what he's doing is wrong and I felt like it was really well presented um, as far as comic relief goes the relief goes though it's definitely like Joel Fry as Rocky I mean Rocky was just hilarious
4: Wonderful. And so, what were your thoughts on the visuals of yesterday and like the cinematography?
1: Uh, I thought the cinematography was really good, and the visuals. I didn't. I don't think there's like too much of a visual edge. Like if you if people have seen Rocket Man, it's it's not on that level where like the visuals are out there. You know that sort of a thing. It's it was kind of basic. Like it was just mainly about the story and the focus and the songs. I did like one thing though. Every time he goes on a concert, it sounds like an actual concert. It was it was crazy.
4: Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. And so, um, was the I know you mentioned that the ending could have been improved. Was there anything else that you thought could have also used some improving?
1: I really don't I really can't think of anything else. Mainly maybe just more explanation of why he woke up one day and like no one remembered the Beatles. And there's also other stuff they don't remember. And they play a lot of good comedy off of that. Uh, But it's very, like, they don't really explain anything. It's just kind of presented at a hand's glance. And you just kind of have to take it for what it is. But I don't think anyone was asking for a complex sci-fi thriller at the same time.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I completely understand that. And so um, did you have a different ending in mind that you thought would have been so much better and would, like, you know, made you like the movie even better?
1: I did, but at the same time, that ending wouldn't have been really good, too. I think that the movie has a really good premise and just a really good plot overall. But I do think that the faults come in where to end it. And it's really hard to end a story like this, you know, with with it's just so out there and it's really original, but that's kind of the problem. it's It's really hard to end. Where do they end this?
4: Yeah, that's true. And so, um, what was something that really stood out to you about yesterday that was super unique?
1: Uh, I really honestly have to, I mean, it's it's kind of a mild thing, but it, it really has to be the way concerts are presented here. It sounded like an actual concert. And I mean, the performances were great as well. And just the overall music, I mean... Even if this movie sucked, at least the soundtrack would be good. We can say that.
4: <laughs> yeah, I really want to listen to the soundtrack. I've heard so many good things and I've not actually really listened to the Beatles, but um, I think it would be a good way to get started. And so do you think that like it's a good way to sort of educate people about the Beatles and um, sort of does a good job as also being a tribute to the Beatles?
1: Oh, definitely. It's a great tribute to the Beatles, and you can also, like, learn a lot of their songs here if you're, like, a first-time listener, and they actually do dwell into a little bit of the Beatles history, not too much, so don't go in expecting, like, a full Beatles documentary, but, you know, they go into a little bit of their history.
4: Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I really want to see this movie. And so, um, what was your favorite part of Yesterday?
1: Ooh, I really don't know. There were so many good parts. If you i, had I had you gonna have to go with when he. I one of the There's a part with Ed Sheeran in him, and Ed Sheeran is actually like in the movie. Like he plays Ed Sheeran. It's pretty crazy, and he kind of challenges him. He's like, "Okay, I want you to write a song in ten minutes." Well, I write my own song in ten minutes, and he of course beats him. He uses like a really good Beatles song, and I just thought that was a really funny scene. I felt really bad for Ed Sheeran at the same time.
4: that's hilarious yeah i saw um ed sheeran in the the trailer and i'm like what they have ed sheeran in this movie so yeah i would love to see that too and so what are some of the messages that you took away from watching yesterday
1: uh i really i mean i guess that love conquers all maybe or um always be authentic something of that sort
4: oh cool do you think that there could be um, a sequel to Yesterday, or do you think where it ended, it's good right there?
1: Yeah, I I don't think there should be a sequel to this movie. Um, and the guy who directed it, Danny Boyle, I don't think he really does sequels too. I like that it. I hope that it's a standalone movie. You know, I really don't want to see a Yesterday too because I think it's just a good standalone tale, and they didn't overdo it or underdo it or anything of that sort.
4: Awesome. And so finally, Arjun, what would you say the age range and star rating should be for yesterday?
1: Uh, I'd say the age range would be from like a 10 to 18. There's like suggestive content and language, and um, I'd give it a four out of five stars. Really enjoyed it.
4: Okay, wonderful. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, Arjun, about yesterday, and I can't wait to watch this film. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so be sure to check out Yesterday in Theatres today. Let's take a break. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The Day Henry Met Season 2.
3: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. For teens, by teens, and about teens, tune into the uncensored and unedited discussions with young adults on Express Yourself every Sunday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Smart, tenacious teen hosts and reporters from around the country speak up and speak out. Express Yourself. Visit the website for the show to find out more at expressyourselfteenradio.com and check out the show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Sunday. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up.
1: Hey, welcome back. I'm Arjun from Brentwood, Tennessee, and you've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about the Lion Kid and yesterday. And next, we will be talking with Ethan from Coral Springs, Florida, about the cat in the hat knows a lot about camping. How are you doing, Ethan? I'm doing good. All right. So, could you give us an an idea about what this movie is about?
5: Well, it's two kids named Nick and Sally pretending to camp in their backyard when the cat in the hat shows up and tells them that they're going to go set up a a camp at Fish's Family Reunion. So, they got really excited because they really wanted to go camping.
1: Hmm, Interesting. So... It's, of course, animated, so would you say, like, the animation, it kind of reminded you of a Dr. Seuss book, because I used to read The Cat and the Hat a lot as a kid.
5: Yeah, it actually really did, except, you know, the words weren't there, but it really actually looked like a book.
1: Wow, that's, that's really cool. What was the cast like? Were there, um, are there, like, any main big list actors out there?
5: Um, not that I know of, but they were really good, whoever they were.
1: Hmm. So... Would you say there's like, is it is it like an adventure film, or is it just like, you know, kind of just chill? that they, they don't really do much. It's just the cat in the hat.
5: Well, when they were flying towards the family reunion, their, their thingamajigger broke down. And so they had to go on a journey, which Sally and Nick really liked, because they actually went on an adventure. And on the adventure, the cat in the hat showed his three little cousins, Cat A, Cat B, and Cat C, and the kids um, like, life lessons and what bees do with a special camera device.
1: Ah, uh, interesting. Do they, like, use a lot of gadgets overall? Like, you know, the cat in the hat. I mean, he obviously has a lot of things to him. Um,
5: he only used this special electronic device, which takes, pic- like, you have to take a picture of something, and then it says what it is and what it does.
1: Ah, uh, interesting. So would you just say the main, like... Like, he knows a lot about camping. Would you just say that it's mainly just about camping, the movie?
5: Well, it's based on camping. Like, they really wanted to go camping, but it was more of an adventure.
1: Oh, huh, interesting. Um, would you say that this is, like, there's going to be a sequel to this? Like, does does it kind of end on a, like, does it end on a conclusion, or does it kind of end on a cliffhanger?
5: It just ends like it was a happy ending, and they got what they wanted, kind of.
1: Okay, is this, like, a part of, like, a overall series, like, this Cat in the Hat franchise, I guess?
5: Well, they're not, like, all connected, but it's just different episodes of different Cat in the Hats.
1: Oh, so it's not, like, a movie. It's more like a TV show, almost.
5: Well, it's, like, movies, but the movies that you buy or like, the movies that you buy are different Cat in the Hat knows a lot about, and then they say the different movie and and this one was cat in the hat knows a lot about camping
1: oh interesting so overall like what were your thoughts about it did you really like like the way the plot the like the way it went did you feel it was too kiddish
5: just a little but i think it's because i'm 10 turning 11
1: yeah definitely i mean you know at that age cat in the hat's kind of pushing it but i mean you know that you know, we kind of watch it just to see if it's, if it's good for young, young people, then, like, it kind of did its job. You were listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we we're talking about The Lion Kid. Yesterday, The Cat in the Hat Knows a Lot About Camping, and The Day Henry Met, Season 2. And right now, I am talking with Ethan from Coral Springs, Florida, about The Cat in the Hat that Knows a Lot About Camping, and we are continuing the discussion. Did you feel like the, um, animation looked kind of archaic at points? Like, was it, does it, like, hold up to the computer-generated standard of now?
5: Kind of, but kind of not. It was, like, in the middle.
1: So it was kind of like a throwback to, like, older movies where it was, like, almost hand-run.
5: Kind of, yeah.
1: Do you know if it was hand-run, or,
5: uh... Oh, no, it definitely wasn't.
1: It definitely wasn't? All right. It just kind Um, of looks like it. Do the Oompa Loompas make an appearance here?
5: Um, no, it was just thing one, thing two.
1: Okay, I see. Is it like kind of in like, in the same like continuity as like the Cat in the Hat book or something like that? Or is it just kind of like different?
5: Um, it's completely different, but not like besides the Cat in the Hat and the Nick and Sally. It's, um, different morals.
1: Different morals, I see. So, what was like the main message here?
5: Um, it was no matter how you look or how you are, your family will still love you for who you are.
1: And, like, who, what kind of characters support that?
5: Um, it was Fish because he was trying to get to his family reunion and he wanted to go on the thingamajigger and just get there because they wanted to go on a trip there and hiking. But he didn't want to get his suit dirty, but it turned out his plan didn't go the way he wanted it to but his family still loves him
1: huh interesting so you'd say that the main the main thing was just kind of like a random it's just a bunch of random occurrences like the would you say that the um the movie has like a plot or is it just kind of random things happening
5: um it's sort of a plot
1: um so what would you say is the star and age age rating for this
5: I give this a 4 out of 5 stars and recommend it for ages 3 to 8. Adults can watch a, this DVD with their kids and might find it useful to learn some tips about camping.
1: Alright. So, Ethan, what were some of the tips you learned about camping from this?
5: Um, It was how bees take the pollen from a flower and put it inside the other one. And there was, at the end, the fish said... What do, you, uh, what do you leave behind after you're done camping? And then he said nothing, because you should leave wild the way it is.
1: Huh, interesting. So, do you camp a lot in real life?
5: Um, I only went once, but it was kind of like a fake camping in like this place. It had like cameras and they had bathroom stalls, it wasn't like real, but it still sucked anyways. It was horrible.
1: Wow, that's that's really interesting. Well, let's take a break. I'm Arjun from Brentwood, Tennessee, and you've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The Day Henry Met Season 2.
3: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world.
0: Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers.
3: On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up.
4: Hey, welcome back! I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've just been talking with Ethan about the cat in the hat knows a lot about camping. And next, I'll be talking still with Ethan, but about the day Henry met season two. Welcome back, Ethan! Hey! Hi! So can you tell me a little bit about um, the day Henry met and what's
5: going on in this series? So this storyline is about a 4-year-old redhead boy named Henry who has a big imagination and in every episode he meets something new and talks to them and they always have a problem and they say I wish this person was here. So he'd said I have an idea and then he'd imagine that he was that person and imagine like helping. For example, the dustbin episode, he imagined that he was a garbage man taking out the trash and then he helped the the trash can by taking out the trash and all of the the neighborhood oh that's so cute i love
4: this idea and concept it sounds like a really cute series and so what did you think of this dvd overall it was really good i
5: i liked how he used his imagination and it was really cute yeah it really sounds cute and so um what are your thoughts on the animation um it was actually really cool it did look hand-drawn but i know it wasn't
4: Cool. Oh, how do you like the approach that the series takes to, like, teaching children about different things? It sounds quite different. It teaches kids about what people do in their jobs
5: and helping or what you're supposed to do. For example, it's the day Henry met a toothbrush. He was teaching him about the tooth fairy and how he needs to brush his teeth.
4: Oh, that's truly really sweet. And so, what did you think about the voice acting? It was really cool, and there's one thing.
5: They say that he's a four-year-old, but he sounds like he has the voice of a (laughs) 12-year-old. Oh, no. Did that sort of take away from the show, or was it okay? Just a little. It was, like, (laughs) kind of weird knowing that there was a kid who didn't know much, but he was, like, sounding older than me. (laughs) That's really funny. Oh, so what are your thoughts on the music? It was actually really cool and it was really catchy. I was like I was like kinda dancing in my head when the music went. Oh really? Do they
4: have like different songs or is it just like music without lyric?
5: Well at the end they were singing about the day Henry met and that they would say the object
4: and they were saying how he
5: met friends and stuff and then after the song his mom would call him. Oh, okay, cool. So, is there, like, a different song for every episode? Uh, no, they're all the same, except they say the day Henry met, and then they say the object. Ah, okay, I see.
4: That's cool. And so, um, would you want to watch, like, future seasons of this show, or even, um, the previous one? Uh, yeah, I'd
5: like to see season one, because I kind of skipped to season two. But you don't really need to watch the seasons, because they're all completely different episodes. Oh, okay, so there's no, like, uh, overarching
4: story between episodes? No. Okay, that's good. Like, you can jump in at any second. And so, how did you like the characters of this show? Is, like, Henry the only one, or are there other guys too? Um, well, it's
5: just Henry and then objects, or animals, or houses. <laughs> oh, okay. Do any of these objects talk in any of the episodes? Yeah, every single object has eyes and a mouth and talks. Even, like like I said, the houses and the apartments, everything talks.
4: <laughs> That's hilarious. Did it, like, sound like that object was talking? Like, if you imagine how a house would sound, did it sort of sound like that?
5: Well, if something was big, for example, like the boulder, he, he, uh, he ran next to a boulder, and the boulder was like, hey Henry, like, with a really deep voice. <laughs> that's so funny and so did you have a favorite object throughout um the series yeah the day henry met a dustbin because it was probably the most realistic one for my age oh, okay was that your favorite
4: episode too yeah awesome and so why was it um the most realistic one about um t- for your age well, because
5: it wasn't like talking about like basic things like how to brush your teeth or all that. It was take it was like talking about like trash and things that you'll need to know if you wanna like be a trash man when you get older. Okay,
4: cool. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about The lion kid, yesterday, the cat in the hat, knows a lot about camping. And right now, I'm going to continue talking with Ethan about the day Henry met season two. So you were just telling me about um, these characters and your favorite episode. And so can you tell me a little bit more about... um, how do you think kids could learn from it? Do you think it's wonderful for um younger kids? Like I you mentioned that it teaches to learn how to brush your teeth. Do you think like kids could learn a lot from this?
5: Yeah, like they have different jobs or they they also teach hibernating like the episode where the day Henry May ate bear, he was teaching him about hibernating and where he needs to sleep or something cozy.
4: Okay, cool. And so, do these um, teachings, like, expand over all sorts of genres? So do these teachings, like, expand over all genres, like, from brushing your teeth to like, science and um, taking out the trash, just all different things? Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay, is there any, like, overall broad theme, or is it just um, random everywhere?
5: Well, it was kind of... Uh, like, to not let people, well, in this case, like, uh, things or animals underestimate your abilities to do something you want to do or be, because in every episode, when he said he wanted to do something, for example, in the skateboard one, he said he wasn't going to make the big ramp, and he says, uh, he, he says, believe in, and you'll, and you'll accomplish your dreams,
4: Oh, I love that. That's really cool. And so do you think that very young audiences will stay engaged even though it's sort of it's still like teaching them? Does it make it really fun? Yeah, with the music and everything, it's so cool. Awesome. And do you feel like you're there to learn or is it just like a whole other experience? Um, it was kind of both. okay, cool. And so, what was um, your favorite part about watching um, The Day Henry Met?
5: Probably just learning about all these different jobs.
4: Okay, cool, yeah. And um, do you think, like, children your age, like, could watch this and um, perhaps see what jobs they might want to, like, pursue in the future?
5: Yeah, but there's, like,
4: not that much jobs. Like,
5: it doesn't show kind of every job. It's just, like, some jobs, like... Like garbage man and the skateboard riders and other people
4: okay cool and so were there any um other characters like other than object and other than henry or is it just him and his object
5: uh there was kind of animals and at the beginning you can see his mom walking with him but then after that it doesn't show her until like the next episode it's always at the beginning you see his mom
4: Oh, okay, so it's like always, is it always like in his mind from his perspective? Kind of, yeah. Awesome, that's fun. And so, what are some other messages um, of this DVD that really stood out to you and you think kids could really take a lot from? To use your imagination and
5: never doubt yourself.
4: Wonderful, I love that message. And so, finally, what would you say the age range and star reading would be? I'd recommend this ages
5: 3 to 8 and give this 4 out of 5 stars. And you can might find it interesting to watch with your kids. Yeah, I want to watch this. It
4: sounds, like, really different and unlike any other kids' show I've seen. So it's been so much fun talking with you, Ethan. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. And so be sure to check out... The day Henry met season two on DVD today, I know I will. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a lot of fun, and you have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on press for kids KidsWorld.com, and Kids News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice of America and iHeartRadio Today's show is sponsored by The Day Henry Met Season 2 I'm Sahiba Thank you so much for listening and catch you next time
0: Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision Tune in again next week